morning, everybody. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. For those of you who don't know me, I am Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yontov. I've even just done a bridal shower. So much fun. Uh, anytime you don't feel like cooking, I'm your gal. I hope you tune in every week and hear about my exciting cooking adventures, sharing of great food and recipes, and my amazing guests. But I want to hear about your food experiences too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. Thank you for those who do and share with me. Um, I've had a lot of people reaching out lately, so I really appreciate it. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and, of course, the newsletter on aussiegourmet.com. You can just sign up on my website. If you have great experiences, share, if, uh, what do I always say, ZK? If you eat it, share it. <laughs> I love to hear what everybody else is up to as well. Um, I've got a couple of announcements I just want to Make I meant to announce this last week, so the winner actually already knows, but I'm going to say it on air. A couple of weeks back, we had Dr. Gabe Smolars. Um, he had his um, exciting um, healthy snacks, portion controlled, and he's actually a diabetic specialist, a diabetes uh, doctor, and he was talking to us about these amazing snacks that he has, and you can sign up for them. He has even a uh, coupon code for our uh, listeners, Table 4-2, um, and uh we had a winner. We had a giveaway and we had a winner. Um, and I, the winner is Minna Selmik. Um, so we're going to send her out a box of, uh, it's called Lunch Balancer. You can go to lunchbalancer.com and order these amazing healthy snacks. It's a great idea for camp or traveling. We're doing a lot of traveling right now. So um, camp or on road trips so you can grab some of the portion-controlled snacks rather than going into those gas stations buying those big packets of tip, chips. Just grab some of uh, the, the selection from the box. That's really terrific. Um, also, just want to announce, uh, we had on the show last week Katsuji Tanabe. He's going to be at the Levi Yitzchak Library Auction. It's going to be on Wednesday, July 8th. So that's pretty exciting. Um, if you want to hear him and see him and get these amazing prices, lots and lots of foodie prices, and watch Chef Katsuji Tanabe do a cooking demo, um, go to LYL, Levi Yitzhak Library, it's the initials, LYLauction.com for more information. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. I'm going on a birthright trip in a couple of weeks, um, so uh, sign up for my Instagram feeds because we're going to be, you know, besides having the spiritual and the Zionistic love of Israel, I'm going to be sharing what I'm going to be eating. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I guess I do that in New York in any case, but you'll see what's going on in Israel. Um We've got a very exciting show. Um, do you remember last week I tried to have Jamie Geller on, but she's like, as I said, the busiest mummy I know, Kanai Nahara, um, with a empire of running a kosher food empire. So I was able to track her down and have Jamie Geller on the phone right now. And then we're going to continue the hour with three gentlemen who is here in the studio, Seth Levitt, owner of Abelson Hyman and sponsor of Table for Two. I have Mendel Siegel. Hey, can we see Mendel? He is the head of Vada Kashras of Kansas City, um, but as well as he has a product line that he's been working with that we're going to talk um, about. And I've got Mordechai Strix, a pitmaster champion. This guy's won so many awards, so we're going to be talking to him as well. This is all about barbecue. I just want to let you know we're all here on a Wednesday afternoon in the studio. It's not actually Friday morning um, because that way I could get everybody – 
in on the studio. I could catch Jamie, Seth, Mental, and Mordechai all in one hour. So that's why we got together on a Wednesday. ZK, a big thank you for coming in on a on a on a different schedule. So uh, thanks to everyone. Hello, Jamie Geller from Israel. Hi, Naomi. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love, I love you too. Thank you so much for making this work. I really appreciate it. I know it's so hard for you. I'm so thankful that you invite me. I'm such a pleasure to be on your show. Really, it's my honor. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Jamie's been on before. Um, and of course we have, we've had that uh, Shifra Klein from the magazine and, and uh, we've also had Tamar Genger in who does so much with Joy of Kosher. So, um, it's really great to have you on as well. You're getting more and more popular every day. Um, thank you. <laughs> I know she's embarrassed. Can I tell you? She's modest. Yeah, she's funny, modest. I have a funny memory. I don't know. Can I just go ahead and share it between the two of us? Yeah, sure. And, and the, all the listeners. Absolutely. Everyone's listening. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> the two of us and all your wonderful, amazing listeners. But I remember a few years back, like, I don't even know if I had done my first book yet or just did my first book. And you were like this super amazing personal chef out in the five towns and everyone knew you. You were a celebrity and you were doing all of your demos in the local supermarkets. And you said, you know, we should really do a radio show together, like the Nay and Jay show. And I was Uh like... Mm, that's a good idea. I don't know if you remember that. I remember where I was standing when you said that to me. I do and remember. I never did it. And you went ahead and had this like, super successful, amazing show. And I always think about it every time I listen to your show. Thank you. Well, right now it's the Nay and Jay segment on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> so we, we've done it together. Right, yeah, my, my two minutes of fame here, for sure. Oh, yeah, ju- just two minutes right here. Okay, <laughs> Jamie, you're huge, and we we love following your adventures. I want to just talk about those unbelievable videos. I love the Phil- the, that whole Philadelphia cream cheese videos, the ones that came out for Pesach, um, were you. unbelievable. That fed it, the Alfredo with the, that Tamar wrote, that recipe for Joy of Kosher. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I actually demoed it at a Pesach demo, giving Joy of Kosher, of course, all the credit. Oh, but but it's amazing. unbelievable. But, but the videos, I, I was watching one with my husband last night. I said, Sveed, look at this. It's, it had no sound, no no voice, and it was all music and instruction, visuals. That was unbelievable. Thank you. You know, we love, I love to try new things. And you know my background is as a TV producer. So I just cannot help myself from having some fun, like just even from behind the camera. So we thought about like, look, I love to talk. You love to talk. I thought maybe people just would want to see how quick and simple the recipe is. If I stop talking, just show them my hands, just give them the information, great music and a music video style in like 60 seconds, they can see how simple this recipe is and maybe they'll be more likely to make it because really in the end, the goal is to get people in and out of the kitchen as quick as possible. That's certainly my goal, and but delicious and helpful and fabulously flavorful food. So that was the idea behind those like kind of music video styles. We did one for Sabra, which was like a parsley crusted salmon over madbucha. That was and then we great. Did, like you saw the zucchini noodles. That's amazing for Passover, but any time of year with a creamy Alfredo sauce. So right. They were fantastic. I love it. And you had Chef Zizi Spivak. Yeah. She's fabulous. Gorgeous girl. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I never got to have her on the show while she was living in America before she uh, made Aliyah last year. She's fabulous. Could she she call in? Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah. We're going to for sure try to pin her down uh, in the next season. Uh, You know I'm coming to Israel on birthright, right? I know. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You're going to be here when I'm... 
hopefully giving birth, sort of kind of in the same thing. Bishatova, Bishatova. Okay, but yeah, I'm going to come back during the year. I'm going to be back in Israel during the year because I'm going to have a daughter uh, learning at MMY next year in uh, Yerushalayim. So uh, I'll be back, I'll be back, and we'll go on a little foodie tour together. Well, can I ask you something now, officially in your show, because then you can't back out? Oh, okay. But Uh-oh. Maybe if when you're in town next, like, year... Maybe you'll do a video with me. Oh, I'd be honoured. Oh, did you guys all hear that? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. Maybe we can do some Abel's and Hyman or... We'll send some packages oh, with whatever. Uh, for Naomi. Sure, for sure. I love it. Oh. My husband actually... Can I tell you something funny? My husband just said to me today, because his mother is coming, of course, we're expecting if she's going to come and, you know, be with us and hopefully share the simcha. And he said, I'm going to ask her to put some Abel's and Hyman <laughs> products in her, in her luggage. That's exactly what he just asked me for two hours ago. Tell him I say thank you. That's awesome. Yes, when you make it, um, post it on Instagram and tag Abels and Hyman. Everybody else do that too. Whenever you make something from Abels and Hyman, post it on Instagram and tag it. So we're placing our order now. Oh, that is really cute. Woohoo, Seth is smiling. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's a great great day. We're actually going to make some hot dogs right here in the studio soon. I'm really hungry because it is uh, Wednesday afternoon. I'm actually happy it's not a Friday morning because sometimes we're grilling Friday morning hot dogs. So today's a nice... Oh, is it? it is lunchtime here. Um, okay. Oh, is that wrong? You can't have a hot dog Friday morning? I mean, no, that's not allowed. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it is allowed because we do it. <laughs> but then, then it's how to have to put almond milk in my iced coffee on my, you know, uh, when I get home. I have to, you have to try to remember when you're flashic in the morning, you have to remember yes, later yes, on in the day not yes, to accidentally yes. make yourself milchik. Well, not make yourself, but eat milchik. Um, okay, so you're super busy now and Bashaatova, uh, for the next couple, couple of weeks. Um, you've, are you working on any books right now? We are working on so many projects that my head is spinning. And everyone's like, oh, you must be antsy to have the baby. And I'm like, no, I'm actually very happy, like, with the come at the right time. I've got a lot to finish before the baby comes. We're launching, first of all, a new and improved joyofkosher.com. Oh, great. So I, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that. I knew, but I didn't know if I we could yeah. put that on the air. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course. Okay, um, great. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, so look, our site's so great. Obviously, of course, we have so many incredible recipes. We have over six thousand kosher recipes, a lot of them from you, Naomi, just wonderful things you've contributed both to the magazine regularly and to the website. And Thank it's you. the new site. It's going to be so incredible and so user-friendly and so easy. There's an incredible search functionality. Because like we said, we want to help people get cooking as quick and simple and easy as possible. Right. You so know, definitely look out. I yeah. agree with that. Amazing. You know, I had Chef Atam Banath here a couple, uh, last week, in fact, um, when we tried to get you on the phone. He was really excited. He was almost on the show with you, but, but I told him that we'll try to coordinate again. But he was so thrilled to tell us that he was a guest blogger for you guys. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Like, I feel like that's what I love so much about our industry, and I feel like you're so much like that as well. With your show, you have everybody on. Everyone is really friendly. Everyone has such a different and incredible and unique perspective on food. And I'd love to be able to bring us all together. So we get to do that online. You get to do that on your show. And that's much more special than just even writing another book. It's just sharing right. your own recipe. It's, it's I think sharing. the aspect is the fun part. It's become so communal. It's some, everything's yes. so communal. I think it's, you know, between the restaurant foodie groups and, and the Instagrams mm-hmm. and Facebook and everything. It's like we eat together. I feel like I'm always eating with a thousand people. So it's, it's yeah, great. Who wants to eat alone? I mean, I totally agree with you. Not I mean, me, so not me. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's I always feel better about that 10th piece of cake when we're all eating it. So we, we can share the calories that way, you see? Yes. Except I probably now look like they all came to me. You're looking really good, Naomi. You're really good. <laughs> yeah, we try, we try, we try. What can I say? Um, Jamie, thank you very much for joining me. We've got an action-packed show. Jamie, we're going to get you on. Maybe one time we'll get you in a studio in person. That's like my dream, to have you in here in person. So we're going to try to... be so much fun. I know. You get through the next couple of months, and we'll you'll let us know when you're coming in next. Um, okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. Keep it coming, and when can we expect to see the new Joy of Kosher.com site going up? Look for it up at, I would say, the end of July, so about okay. a month. Okay, middle of the summer. Excellent. Right after, yeah. right after Tisha B'Av and all that, so... Yeah. We, we look forward yeah. to good things. Exactly. Okay, great. Thank you, Jamie okay. Geller. I can't wait to see you and hug you in Israel soon, Naomi. Amen, amen. Feel good regards to all. Okay. All right, amen. take care. Thank you so much. Okay, bye, bye. bye, Jamie. That was Jamie Geller, Joy of Kosher. We finally tracked her down. Uh, she was super busy last week, um, but we managed to get her uh, today on the phone uh, on this Wednesday, lovely Wednesday afternoon. Okay, as I said, we have a really full house. Um, I'd like to welcome... Sponsor of Table for Two, Seth Levitt, onto the show. Thank you. Seth, um, people have been listening or watching. You know you can watch our show. Friday morning it goes up, nachamsegal.com on the homepage. But after that, if you've missed it, you can go on to YouTube to the Nachamsegal Net, ZK Smiling because I got it right, um, and watch our show. And please share it around. You know, don't hit like, hit share. Right? I always tell people, like is great and we really appreciate it, but share. Share the love of food. Um, and let's share the love of Abel's and Hyman. What's cooking over here? We have our beer flavored hot dogs cooking today. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. So what, what do you mean beer flavored hot dogs? Well, we've taken our, uh, Abel's and Hyman all beef hot dog and we've infused it with, uh, beer flavor so that when you bite into one of these delicious hot dogs, it's almost as though you're drinking a, a, a glass of beer with it. My, my mouth is watering like crazy. This is phenomenal. And you know what I decided when, when you told me you were going to actually bring in a whole little cook-up over here, I said, no barbecue is complete without mustard, barbecue sauce that Mendel's got, and coleslaw. I got this at Gourmet Glut. This is going to be our What's for Dinner segment in a couple of minutes. We're going to build a delicious hot dog. We're actually not going to have the bun because everybody's on a diet. So, um, But that means that you also, like, you can still have a delicious hot dog Without the bread, you can actually then eat more hot dog because you've got more room in your stomach. Right. We have a terrific recipe. If I could uh, shout out to uh, sure. Connie Upbaum from Busy in Brooklyn. Busy in Brooklyn. She, Big shout out to you, Connie. She created a bunless hot dog recipe that uses our no-nitrite frankfurters that is uh, absolutely delicious. And uh, you can check out that recipe on our website. If you go to uh, abels-hyman.com, that's abels dash H-E-Y-M-A-N-N. We also just relaunched our website, so we uh, encourage people to check us out. Oh, it's it's already relaunched? Yes. Oh, recently? Yes. Okay, great. I hope everyone check. I'm going to go check that check out. Check it out. We also have a, a nice feature now for uh, store locators, so you can just enter in your zip code, and it'll, it'll, the closest store to uh, your uh, neighborhood will pop up, and you know it's a lot easier than... You know, looking around for can the Can you order online if you don't? You can also order online. If the product is not available near you, then please uh, order online. Uh, it's an easy process. We use a UPS, two-day shipping, and it gets there on time and in good sh- shape. Okay, that's great. You know, I'm really excited that Gourmet Glatt's opening up a second store in Woodmere. Yes. 
right near my house, like three blocks from my house. So that store locator is going to be, it's in your backyard. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really terrific. Okay. Um, can we try some of these hot dogs? Sure. Because this is like a relatively new product. Do we have plates? Oh, yeah, we have plates. And look, Miriam, I got a tablecloth. I put down a tablecloth today. I was very neat and organized. I went this morning to Hapanash. I was in Gourmet Glad in Cedarhurst at 7.30 this morning. They opened so nice and early because um, I wanted our What's for Dinner segment to be spectacular. Okay, so these are all available at uh, Gourmet Glad. Um, this is a beer-flavored hot dog from um, Abels and Hyman. Um, and I grabbed – this is actually quite famous in the five towns. This is actually known as the best coleslaw. Um, okay, Zika is very happy that we are having flashics today. Sometimes the milk is not so exciting. I think I think guys like meat more than um, cheese, right? I'm partial <laughs> to meat. I don't know if it's because of the business. <laughs> okay, is anyone yeah. in your family a vegetarian? My wife is pretty close to a vegetarian. She uh, won't eat chicken, but she still enjoys a good hot dog. Okay, excellent. Okay, she's a keeper. Okay, so I'm going to put a little bit of chapanash coleslaw. Um, you know, if you ask people on the five towns who makes the best coleslaw, they will definitely tell you. Um, and they did a magnificent job uh, redoing their store. I was, yeah. I was there recently. Yeah, so they've, they've moved the whole Hapanash counter further back, um, but they've got big plans still for the Cedarhurst store and the Woodmere store. Um, okay, so that's – and we've got – let's just talk about the two mustards. These are your top-selling condiment items. Correct. Okay, this is Naomi Nachman's favorite. I've even used it on fish. I saw the recipe. <laughs> I took um, tangy sweet mustard. Equal parts with honey, and I put it on salmon, and I topped it with cherry, terror chips, and I baked it. It was delicious. There's something special about this. I don't know what you put in here, that the love that goes into this. Can't tell you. No, he can't, he can't tell me. Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to have that, but I also want to try. We're going to talk a little bit to Mendel. Mendel. Hey, Naomi. How are you? Wonderful. I just, I just want to share our crazy story with everybody, okay? Sure. I've been trying to have Mendel on the show for a while because Mendel, besides being the head of the Vard of Kashrut in um, Kansas City, he's also a an amazing pit master. Right? Do I, is pit master the right word? Sure, sure. Uh, Just barbecue guy, pit master. It's on my shirt, so okay. See, kind of have to grow can, into. Can we it. see his hat? It's, or his shirt says Rabbi Q, and he. That's great. That's very clever. He's got his. He's coined it. He owns it, um, and he's made his own product line. Can I just um, have one of the bottles and the spices? Mendel actually gave me a sample of this. You, you, you saw all the tags and shout-outs I yes, do on this. Yes, was awesome. I saw you using it on wings and all sorts wings of stuff. Wings and brisket? Yeah, I keep a bottle in my office. Mendel sent me a bottle. This is amazing. Okay, um, so this is a wrap. I put it on as wings. Uh, brisket is fabulous. Um, and then I have not tried your Kansas City barbecue sauce, so I thought with the three of us here and uh, – Hi, Mordechai Strix. He is champion. Mordechai is a literally a barbecue champion. Besides being an unbelievable um, dad and and uh, teacher, right? You're in the public school system there. School psychologist. School psychologist. So he gets in the kids' head. He gets those kids. So um, he's really unbelievable. Very talented. Um, he's a talented chef and pit master. Mordechai, how many competitions have you been in in the last couple of months? Well, in the last couple of months, I've been in about three competitions. Uh, I've done, or actually, it's probably the last year or so. I've done the uh, long last year's Long Island one. Yeah, we missed it this year. So sad. Yes, yeah. very sad. Very sad to see that uh, not happen again. 
Um, it was also early in the years of the Connecticut Championship one, where I was a grand champion. Yeah, that was Very last nice. August. Absolutely. And then uh, just this, um, when I was actually in Kansas a little while ago, we did a third in ribs. Me and uh, Srulli Edelman actually competed there. Oh, you, you went know, with Srulli? I went with Srulli. Srulli's got big news to, you know, because he's doing a restaurant soon, right? He is, Izzy Smokehouse, absolutely. So I, we did I cannot ribs. wait for that to open. Have you? Yeah. I've heard about it. It's all over. Yeah. Like, I, he invited me to come down. I have not had a chance. Maybe I'm going to go today to Crown Heights to see what's going on in that kitchen over there. <laughs> Seems like Crown Heights is the place to be. I know. I know. It's crazy, That's right? So many amazing restaurants right I, now. And more coming. Right. Yeah. We got to, well, we, we, we could have it's a great. show it's just in the desert Heights. for a little while and now it's just it's, popping. It's, you know, I was there this time last year. Besides Basil, there was, and one other pizza shop, I, you know, there was not a lot going on there. And now it's like, become the mecca of food so to speak um okay so let let's talk um about Mendel your sauce because i want to eat it with hot dogs everybody got hot dogs in front of them ck are you got panina's got okay all right so let's i'm going to just show everyone here we're watching on the camera um here here's a picture of Mendel if um it's a who did this caricature i i found an artist in Kansas City that did it loved it did a couple of samples. It's, it smells wonderful. I love barbecue sauce. I bring some from Australia. I think I gave you some, right? Yes. Delicious. Okay. so I, I used it. Uh, I kept it in my fridge for months. Also, I'm sure it's as good as yours. But it well, was, of course. But you, it was special. <laughs> right. you know, and, I, and I put it on everything. It's very good. Yeah. It's, my daughter just came back from Australia with a suitcase full of lamb. So the lamb made it back, but they, she put the barbecue sauce in her hand language, and they confiscated at the airport with a Vegemite. Really? Ooh. So a couple of weeks ago, I was so, telling all the listeners how excited I was that I was going to have um, Vegemite, but it was taken away. You couldn't bring spreadable things on the plane in your hand yeah. language or barbecue sauce. So. I've also learned from trial and error that packing that not well packed, and I've got it all over my clothes. No! <laughs> so now I'm pretty good at it. Okay, so look what we have here. We've got a hot dog. We've got barbecue sauce from... Mendel, we've got mustard from Seth, and we've got Kosel from Chapanash. We're going to have a little bite to eat, everyone, and then we're going to break this whole thing down and talk to everybody a little bit more. Okay, let's see what we have here. I'm cutting into a beer-flavored hot dog, and I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat it plain so I can appreciate the taste without all the sauces. It's nice and subtle. And then I'm going to put it all together. Okay, so shahakol mm. baruch Oh, my God. Can someone talk? Mm. Mm. Delicious, right? Delicious. I think that's a, that's a good sound. Very delicious. Mm. That's generally the feedback that we get. All of the uh, hot dogs I'm are delicious. I'm chewing away okay. here. <laughs> the quieter, the better. Okay, no. Okay. Naomi, if I can just say about the hot dogs. Yeah. That, uh, I have a share at my house uh, every Wednesday night. Okay. And Abel's and Hyman 16-pack is the exclusive hot dog of this year. I do not buy any other hot dog. This has been going on for years right now. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, ever since Mendel came out with his rub, it is now the rub is the exclusive of this year. But Abel's and Hyman's been like that for years, the 16-pack, always. Okay, now I'm going to try it with One of my late-night snacks I like to do is take Abel's and Hyman's hot dog, kind of chop it up a little, throw it in a frying pan, sprinkle a drop of my rub on it. It kicks it up a notch. It's got some sweet heat. Absolutely. Let's take some rub, put on a hot dog. This is all about cooking tips today for your uh, the ultimate, ultimate hot dog. Okay, so now I'm, I dipped it in. I, by the way, I, I, I just dipped my, I dipped my finger into the um, barbecue sauce to have it plain divine. Thank you. Well, okay, I'm dirty already. Okay, I'm going to try it with the sauce. Very good. I love that. Is it hickory? What's that flavor? 
There are all sorts of flavors well, going on in there, mm. but you're probably getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of the heat at the end. Got a little bit of pepper in there, well, and then a little bit of hickory smoke. It's not overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. No. I, it's it's, it's balanced. What I was so looking ba- for I when that. I created this sauce was a flavor that is not on the market. This my sauce tastes like no other kosher or that I've heard of non-kosher barbecue sauce. It's got its own unique flavor, and that it's balanced. It's easy to eat. You can take it. You can sweeten it if you want. You can take it down. You can do whatever you want with it, and it's obviously great on its own. But I, I see this in for. so many different things. You want something? I want to throw that into a little chukchuka, just, just to give no it worries. a smoky barbecue right. flavor. And it doesn't have that overwhelmingly dripping with sweetness kind of fake smoke that some other right. sauces have. Right. That's the difference. It's delicious. I just had a little bit of everything, a little barbecue, a little mustard, a little coleslaw, and a hot dog all in one. My mouth is having a party. So, if we, were so able to bring a, if we were able to bring our smoker out over here, one of the, a classic dish, at least in Kansas City, is you've got your smoked, either sliced, chopped, or shredded brisket, pile some coleslaw on it, a creamy coleslaw. Because it's all about the coleslaw. Throw right? some sauce, pickles. I mean. Heaven. Oh, it's really, it's really good. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. That was really delicious. Wow. Okay, what's going on over here? It's cooking. The what's hot dog, cooking? The, the hot dog with the uh, rub is cooking. Okay, this is really okay. That looks great. So that so the the spices are searing in. Um, could you give us some cooking tips about how to use the best way to use spices when you're barbecuing and and flavoring the meats? Well, there's many different ways, and there's no real right or wrong way. Um, what I do is um, I don't let the rub sit very long. It's um, when I prepare my meat. Which really? Is, which is usually brisket. Yeah, I just um, I trim I, it up a little bit. I put the rub on. What cut of brisket are you using? Second cut. Second um, cut. The only time I do first cut is with the competitions. Okay. They, uh, Why require, is that? Because they require turn-in to be first cut. You have to submit a first cut, which is more difficult to cook because there's less fat. It really so, showcases the, the cook because you've got to be spot on. To really mess up a second cut, it's kind of difficult. But that first cut, you just have a very fine margin of error, actually. Really? So that's what the competitions What require. are they looking for with, with a first cut? Well, the first cut, they're looking for um to be not dry. Okay. Nice pull. I've had some dry brisket. Yeah, so when, you, oh. when you pull it also, they want a little bit of resistance, but they okay. want it to be able to pull away nicely. Correct, Mendel? Yeah. You want, you want the moisture in there. You want the collagen to just give a little bit of pull. You want it to the point where it's just about to fall apart, but not falling apart yet, because that means it's overcooked. And then and the next step is the flavor, and that's with the rub or the sauces that you put on it. Okay. I thought when I've read a lot of recipes for, say, flunken cuts or ribs, they always say put the rub on, let it sit for a few hours. You're saying maybe not? I, that's not what I do. There's a lot of people. And I mean, he's a champion. In the competition, he's, got, he's got medals. In the competition, and there's other people with other medals too, and they do different things. This is the way I do it. And I usually just don't let the rub sit very long. I just don't. I just put it on and uh, I put it in the smoker and it turns out well. Okay. Now, if you're not... A not smoker. well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, with barbecue, we're going for well done. Are you? Yeah. The internal temperature well, I mean, of the brisket, I pull off at, what do you say, Mendel? I pull off about 195, 200, which is probably a lot higher than you guys cook a steak. Very yeah, different. We definitely yeah, get, I, get, get I want fired my steak at 120. Yeah. Uh, Bar, you're, you're waiting for the slow cooking to do its magic and really break down the internal fats and and meld all the flavors. So brisket, 
medium rare would be would be terrible. You'd have to slice it razor thin. <laughs> with with competition, when we're turning in our brisket, we're turning in at about pencil thin pencil thin thickness because that's where you can really tell. If someone cuts it too thin, that means they're covering up something. It's probably not going to be tender enough. If they cut it too thick, it's falling apart. Pencil is right that sweet spot where it's cooked just enough, and it's and it's it's perfect. And you've got the moisture content, and and then of course you can really turn in. I mean, you could turn in anything. That is correct. In 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 the box, <laughs> um, but that's where that's where the cook can showcase his skill. If someone throws in a pile of pulled beef at a barbecue competition, the judges. Right out the gate will be, all right, it means he screwed something up, so he's got to pull it apart. He overcooked it. He's got to soak it in sauce. So you want to showcase the meat. And you've got one bite, essentially. That judge is going to take one bite into it, so you've got to pack in the flavor. I tell people, I do a little practice cook or something like that for competition, and friends will come over and be like, I, I can't eat. I can't eat this stuff. And if I eat more than a couple of pieces, it, it's too much because it's designed. It's, it's just full of every flavor you want to convey in that one bite. so Mendel is so stuff. right about showcasing the meat. I mean, that's exactly what we do at work as well. You know, it, we use some mild spices, but we want the flavor of the beef to come out as well, which is why so many people enjoy our hot dogs. We're not covering up. We're not right. masking anything. We're bringing out the flavor of the meat, and we're putting in simple hints of uh, spices. And you use really good quality meat. You can definitely tell that right, right. off the bat, about Abel's and Hyman. That's why I feel that. You know, you're a cut above everyone else. Thank you. Um, okay. I was just going to say also, with after you submit the first cut, we also put in some second cut brisket, which they usually call burnt ends. And uh, I use actually uh, Mendel's method for this. Which is? Well, I, mean, I guess he can tell you more, but I cut <laughs> enough burnt ends in Kansas when I was there helping him out. <laughs> so uh, basically, you, you put that second cut back on the smoker for a little longer. You cut it into nice cubes, about one inch by one inch. And then if you want, you could put some sauce on it or just some uh, rub on it. And you just get a little, a little extra crispy. And that second cut is so forgiving. So all the sides are getting that extra, extra crispiness on it, but it's still moist and, and succulent inside. So when, I, when I do events where I do, I've done a pop, pop-ups and I also do yeah, the sessions. Well, everyone should be following everybody on Instagram because these – do you have an Instagram page for people to follow? I, I think I do. After today, you do. <laughs> After today. Right. Now, you I do. now we do. <laughs> Mordechai is going to set it up on his way home. Um, <laughs> Morning. I'm sorry. It will make you hungry. Right, uh, Mendel's pop-ups are, are are unbelievable. That I'm, I'm only I'm really sad. I was supposed to go to the Kansas City barbecue competition, and I'm holding on to my ticket still. I haven't not given them up because I'm doing the birthright trip. It's gonna um, Israel comes first. Israel but, comes but first. We're, we're um, a narrow second. The narrow Israel Kansas. So Israel's number one. Kansas is number two. So I'm gonna Kansas is the heartland. The heartland. So we will come one day. <laughs> we're definitely gonna come to the to the competition. Um, okay. <laughs> I think the smell of the... But the so talking um, about, Morty brought up the burn ends. Yeah, and I want to tie something yeah. into you two in a minute. So that is that is by far the most popular item that we have when we do pop-ups or our concessions, to the point now where we have to limit it. Because real burn ends, people, there's a, there's a major misconception out there that burn ends are just all the corners of the brisket that are a little burnt. You chop it up, throw sauce on it, nobody knows the difference. No, real burn ends are that, what, what we call the second cut in... Technical meat terms, we like to call it the point. There's two brisket right. has two parts, the point and the flat. The flat is usually called the first cut. Point is the second cut. Point's got a lot more internal fat. So like Morty said, it's way more forgiving. Um, so after 
the flat is done, usually the point needs a second cut, needs a little more time. So that's when you do the, the you Take it off, stick it back on the smoker, then chop it up into cubes. This way you get really the full, you're not, you're not hiding anything. Right. You one inch by one inch cubes, put some sauce. Is that a law? Is smoker. that like a rule? That is what authentic Kansas City burn ends are. Okay. And then it's delicious. I mean, it's got the, just the perfect texture when you bite into it. You can taste meat. It's not mush. Um, another beautiful thing wanna, about, about, about the Abel's and Hyman hot dogs is they're not mush. Right. When you bite nice into it, there's texture. Right. Oh, it, amazing. So it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I love that that besides all the barbecue and the community that has come evolved around this and how supportive everybody is with each other. Can we just share the story about what happened to Mordechai um, when he went to Chicago? Absolutely. That's actually, I didn't actually mention that two weeks ago. I uh, kind of won, what is it, uh, first place first for place his, ribs. Brendel? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, thank cool. you. Well, well Round the, of the, applause. The, the real thank... <laughs> <laughs> Real thanks goes to uh, Mendel, I think uh, Michael, uh, what's his name, Michael DeHall? Michael Dollywall, Karen, and, uh, his wife Karen, and uh, Mayor uh, Emanuel. Well, I guess I'll tell you the story. Yeah, tell us the story because so, that was really, not, listen to this, Seth, it's unbelievable. Not, not only, what a community yeah. the foodies are. It, it really is true. And the true. barbecue foodies. It, it really is true. And not Seriously, only, not only is Mendel's, yeah. high, we're really one people. Not only is Mendel's rubs fantastic, but beyond all, he is a, a true mensch, uh, the essence of the word mensch, he really is. Uh, I flew down to Chicago. He was actually helping run an event in Chicago for a barbecue competition two weeks ago. Uh, Miltz was sponsoring it, so I met... Uh, I'm dying to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Another fa- one on my hit list. Finally met the chef Brian down there. Nice guy. Met the owner and met the general manager. Very nice over there. Uh, so I went down there and I uh, prepared my meat, as we all do before the competitions. Um, spent about three and a half hours preparing the meat at uh, Miltz. Maitzi uh, Shabbos. We go to start set up because that's when you start the competition. The cooking starts around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night for a Sunday afternoon turn-in. And uh, as I was unloading everything, uh, unfortunately, I got the call that my grandmother passed away. So, uh, yeah, I had to leave. Um, you know, I left the competition. I, everything I bought there I sort of gave to everyone, and I uh, left the competition to go straight to Los Angeles. You went from Chicago to L.A. Yeah, so from New York to Chicago, and unfortunately, I had to go to Los Angeles. Was it a, um, did you know she was ill? She just recently, a couple of days, she was not sick. She was good a week prior. She was really, um, oh. really a shock to everyone. Yes, yeah, so it was very sad. Wonderful lady. Um, but 91 years old. So she, she was good up to the last day. Wonderful lady. Loved her right. very much. Yeah. So I was home in LA in the Shiva house and uh, about, I guess, I don't know, it was uh, in the afternoon sometime, I started getting text messages. Mazel tov, congratulations. Quite confusing, if you may say. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we were going for. Yeah. That, and, and I was like, excuse me? And he's like, you just took first place ribs. I'm like, where? He's like, Chicago. Well, little did I know that Mendel told a couple of his friends there, and uh, they actually took the prepared meat that I prepared and spent so much time on, and they actually cooked it. And he cooked it. And, and he cooked actually it submitted, right. And, and he submitted it. And uh, I won first place on those ribs. That's so, uh, so nice. A very emotional win, I may say. Right. Um, you know, it was a real bummer not to be there. Looking forward for many months. And, um, right. I know you were looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, but uh, yeah, but now he's got a trophy. And I got a. Cool is that? And, and, so thank you, man. And, and that's okay. Just because, shaking hands yeah. right because here on I table also, for two. I also got five trophies there. So <laughs> I'm quite. I'm qu- I was quite pleased with myself. Oh, oh, oh excellent! What yeah. did you win? First place brisket, first place chicken, first place beans, third place ribs, and grand champion. Not that anybody's counting or anything. Okay. Very no, impressive. It, yeah. it was, He's very it, proud um, of his hat. There's no hot dog competition. It was a great – well, we had the Abel's and Hyman kosher hot dog eating 
competition last oh, really? year in Chicago, in uh, Kansas City. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. And who, who won that? Yosef Silva. No, well, he we actually would never had a guy, Jamie hot. the Bear McDonald. This guy actually just opened up a barbecue restaurant in Hartford, Connecticut, not kosher, and he's a professional eater. He's really good friends. I've with heard of him. I've actually heard of him. He's a, he he's he a did some sort of matzo ball eating competition, a hamantaschen eating competition. Done, when um, I first started my radio show, I think I interviewed someone who was doing a hamantaschen eating competition, and I think he was one of the competitors. Doesn't surprise me. The guy will eat anything. Is he huge? He not fat. He's a bodybuilder. I mean, tall oh. and. and he perfect, works it off. Yeah. Mm. Nice, nice guy. So he's good friends with Simon Majumdar, who's on the Food Network, who's been coming out to our event every year, and he's coming back now for the third year to host our uh, judge, our celebrity judging panel. And they're friends, so he ended up there, and it was it was hilarious. We're gonna we're gonna get the video. Whoops! Uh, we've we've got hot dogs flying around here down. in the studio. No down. worries. We'll just we'll pick it up at the. Don't worry. We have hot salad here. We will leave it clean. Don't worry. I promise. <laughs> um, well, there's no sauce on that plate. Yeah, thank um, God. But uh, we're going to post the video pretty soon. I just got it and it needs to be edited. But okay. He took Ooh. breaks. He took breaks in middle and still managed to just completely, I mean, he was just downing hot dog after hot dog. It was pretty amazing. And I still have my T-shirt, by the way, that you sent me, which I appreciate. It's a beautiful shirt. He's, they made yeah, up these great red T-shirts. The Kansas City Barbecue. We'll, we'll get you one. Yeah, you'll get me one. Ah, okay. <laughs> it was it was really hard to turn that down. So yeah, you'll for, you'll forgive me, but there's always next year um, to come out to Kansas. And if people do want to come and you're looking for a road trip, I actually was gonna through Southwest.com. Were the tickets cheap? Yes, the, the Southwest was the only airline that was affordable actually. So I booked on Southwest. It was okay. about 130 to 160 each way. Right. Which is amazing. They're finally they're they're flying nonstop to Kansas. Yeah, which is yeah, from, from one, Laguardia. Yeah, one nonstop a day. All the other airlines were extremely expensive. Yeah, so. like I've tried to come before and it was like $600 round trip. Now it's like 250 to three. I got mine on points, um, which is great about Southwest because I when I cancel, I'm not going to have any penalties. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a game changer. And Morty's coming back. He's competing August 16th in Kansas City. We're having oh, our fourth annual kosher barbecue. There you go. I, I talk, I talk with my hands. Yes. This fell on That's the, the floor. one I keep knocking okay, over. I'm going to throw this one out so we don't accidentally Thanks, eat Seth. it. No problem. But we can cook up some more. Sure, why not? Okay. Um, Seth, what's, what else is doing you? We're looking for exciting new things. And hopefully in the future, you're going to come up with some more flavor hot dogs. I love that you're just always coming up with something. And you've got these... Instagram, um, I call them the stars of Instagram, like uh, Chef Chaya. I think right, we have and, some uh, nice bloggers. Nice bloggers that you're working with, and of course, Hani's been writing some recipes right. for you. Right, and you have as well. I have, I've shared some recipes right. too. Um, but, you know, I, I love that people can, you know, besides, people think of a hot dog just on a bun. And now, like, you've really brought it to, brought another, it to level. another level by, by reaching out to these um Food writers and, and people sharing and you've created a really nice buzz. That Hasselbeck salami is like it's unbelievable. People, but you know, Honey Applebaum wrote a recipe. I wrote a recipe, but people seem to only want to use your product for it. You know, at the beginning it was like before Honey, before I think I even knew you, Honey had written this recipe, um, and. People are only using your res- your salami for Right. It. Well, don't forget, we're doing this for 60 years. Right. I mean, I'm not 60 years old. But, uh, <laughs> not a day. N- not, not, no, but the company has been, oh, 61 years, actually. Um, so we're doing something right. Right. You know, we're, we're, we're giving the customers a, a superior product. Um, 
and they're rewarding us by continuing to purchase that yeah, product. Yeah, it's so fun. I even shared like someone I tagged you yesterday on on Instagram on on Facebook because someone was showing they had dried out a salami. They showed a new one and a dried out one. How long can you dry them out for? It depends on. I did two weeks. Right. It depends on how, how dry you want the the salami to get. I, the truth is, you can dry the salami in your refrigerator as well. You just have to rotate it. Uh, give it a quarter turn every uh, few days or so because you want the air to circulate around the product. Okay. Anywhere where the air is not circulating, you're obviously not going to get any drying. So um, it, it, it depends on you know what your what your taste is. You know, if you want a very hard salami, leave it go three four weeks. Oh. You know, okay. I was worried about this. And even in the summer, you can do that. People do it. You know. <laughs> I would keep it in the shade a little bit. Yes, not, not in direct sunlight. And what about in the kitchen that gets hot? I mean, well, that's why I recommend using a refrigerator too. Uh, you'll get the same effect. It'll just take a little longer in the winter, maybe. <laughs> I've learned that in Colorado they dry out a lot quicker, and it's 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 pretty awesome, really. Right, because yeah. their air dry is air. different. Dry right. air, the altitude, yeah. dry. Humidity air. is not a friend of uh, drying out salamis. Yeah, no. Okay, but you know what I started doing? I, I, I on my show I talk a lot that I'm obsessed with yapsik. Because I don't love chollant, even though people love chollant. I, I have put hot dogs in chollant. But I put some hot dogs at the bottom of a potato kugel, making it my own version of yapsik. But I did a hot dog yapsik. And I thought that was like a really fun idea. And it's kind of like, you know, where, where's the, I sliced up the hot dogs. I didn't have the long strips. I took some hot dogs and I sliced it up and I sprinkled it into a potato kugel batter. And it was delicious. Like, you, you didn't know where the bite was going to come from, but it was really good. It was it like sounds a, great. a really nice surprise to have a hot dog in your potato kugel. And it added so much flavor. It sounds like uh, I would love to see the recipe. Okay, yeah, just take potato cooker batter and stick in a hot dog. wasn't too complicated, but I will share my potato cooker recipe with you. Thank you. Um, okay, so let's move along a little bit to Mendel. Um, how did this whole venture get started? Because, you know, you're quite a busy guy. I mean, you run a cautious agency. Yeah. And, you know, dad and kids and husband, and now you've got – this must be a big time yeah, – it- it's definitely it, it definitely keeps me busy, but I love it. I love being busy. So uh, it started with, well, I guess, four years ago now. I started working for the Vada, the Vada Kashras of Kansas City as their director, and we were trying to think of a fun event to do in Kansas City. And I've told you when when I was on the show here a couple of years ago. Yeah. We started the Kosher Barbecue Competition f- Festival. Were um, you the first ones? No. I do not take credit for that. Memphis has been doing it for 20-something years. Yeah, but we don't hear about them. I have. Yeah? They're, well, you're they're, in the, they're, food, they're you're in the meat business. Um, <laughs> I guess now with all the, the foodie stuff, it's coming all, out more and me, more. Memphis are the innovators. We, we've taken it up a notch. Memphis doesn't do the overnight cooks. We're giving, we're giving guys 15-pound whole briskets. We have the, the dedication in Kansas City to the art of barbecue is is strong and Memphis too, but it's a little bit of a different style. Um, actually, like strict Memphis barbecue is all pork. Okay, like, so you say Memphis can't... barbecue to someone in Memphis, they go, "That can't be kosher," which is why their whole their symbol is a is a is a pig with like an X through it. Um, <laughs> X nay on the pig, yeah. But in Kansas City, kosher. there's there is a lot of pork, but there's also a lot of beef. In Texas, you go into almost exclusively beef and. Uh, Every every state. Every has state. I mean, there's there is literally barbecue maps where in in North Carolina's one style, South Carolina's different style, and Alabama's got a different style, and and it's all identified by the rub or by the lack of rub or by the sauce or the kind of wood they use. 
one of the things that allured me to barbecue, and I'm totally getting sidetracked, and so punch, you know, just give no, me no, a nudge or something. I mean, we're all enjoying it. We're learning. Listeners, we're learning, there right? There are so many components. And, and like Morty said before, there's no right way to do anything, or there's no wrong way to do anything. Um, you, the components are insane. I know this is kind of like a little sacrilegious, but Lahavdil, it's like learning Gemara, where you've got this opinion, this opinion, this opinion, and this is if you change this. So if you change the wood and you use wood chunks as, a, as opposed to wood chips, you use charcoal as a base, you don't use charcoal as a base. When are you putting the wood in? How much wood are you putting in? That is one tiny it's component too much for me. of barbecue, right? and I love it because yeah, it's a lot animals. of hurry up and wait. Which is great because hurry you, up and then hurry wait. Hurry up and wait. So you get your stress out, you get all your stuff ready, and then you, and you chill. You kick back. You chill you open, for fourteen hours. Open a cold beer, bourbon, scotch, whatever, whatever you're into. Cigar. You meet incredible people. I have met. I mean, that I met. You, I met, met him met. At, at Long Island uh, two, three years ago. We're both like rushing beside each other to try to turn in our food, and um, and now. Good, good friends, and, and also I met the, you. That's yeah. where I met you the first time. Was that's at Long right, Island? That's right, right. I was a uh, one of the judges. You know, and that's how. So that's how I ended up <laughs> getting into barbecue. There's a guy in Kansas City. His name is Andy Grom, and he's got a team called Smoke on Wheels. Regular old. I mean, he is him, his wife, his girls competed at our kosher. He has a 12 and 14 year old girl, girls who competed at our bar at our kosher barbecue competition this past year, and they took first place chicken. These kids have been raised in barbecue. So he was kind of trying to show us what to do to make a good kosher barbecue competition. And then I just started eating and tasting. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in. And that, that, and that it, it was born then. A couple of years later, I came up with an idea for a sauce because I was frustrated by the lack of options. Really? There's a ton of very basic kosher sauces. I happen I mean, to like the sweet rays. Right, the sweet baby rays, which finally has an OU. But that, there that's was, actually very good. It's good. It's not good as for, good as yours. No, no, of course. It, and it's our a totally different sauce. style. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Um, it's very, very thick, very syrupy. It's great for some things, but it can overpower your food. When you're smoking, you want a sauce that complements. You don't want it to overpower. So we're always trying to mix things up. And then I just came up with this, and my rub was actually a component in my sauce. And so when I was decided I wanted to go to market, I did both. And that was like two years ago and ran into a couple of production roadblocks. And I mean, not easy. Oh, man, there, there's every corner you turn, you run into something. But that's part of the fun. And now, thank God, we're in, we're in I think I, I calculated I'm in five states in probably one store in each. But hey, no, we okay. just launched in Chicago a couple weeks ago. Uh, and Jewel Osco's there. Are you? And we've got the OU, which I'm very proud of. Is that of. a hard process? Is it hard to get a kahersha? It depends on the product. These these products are fairly streamlined. The the hard part is getting everything else to work. The the plants. I don't have my own plant where I physically you make. You have to do a private run. I exactly. So we know we know all about that. It 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 has a lot of complications. And working with the OU is is great. They're accepted everywhere. That's funny. I didn't think about this originally, but one of the first questions now when I talk to try to get a kosher store to carry my product is, what's the hasher? Which is funny because my tagline is, don't worry, it's kosher. Right. But you still need a hasher, of you course. You still need a hasher. You know, I'd like to read this um, little blurb about you, but I, I can't read it. Not because it's bad. <laughs> the class That's is all like, good. Okay. I'll read it for you. Okay. I never. <laughs> yeah. Who is he? 
being a, being passionate about great food has always been a part of my life. But ever since my arrival in Kansas City, I set out to combine two grand traditions: kosher food and barbecue. The first goes back thousands of years. The second bar, the second barbecue has so many r- rituals; it might as well be as old. As both a rabbi and the pitmaster of Rabbi Q, my competition team, I've been able to blend to get these together in the rub in your hand. I am certain I am certain you will enjoy my rub, which is defined by a well-crafted balance of ingredients that provides the perfect flavor and gentle kiss of heat in its finish. It will enhance any food you choose to put it on, from meat to fish. I love that. Right. that I am. I am. That's that's right. the best part of it. Right. It's a little hard to read, right? It is. We're all know, getting older. When I have the gallon sizes, I'll have it in. Yeah, I just and I just had my eyes checked, but yeah, yeah, that's it's what happens. It was small. my birthday yesterday. So, Happy birthday! Yeah, Happy yeah birthday. I'm getting old. I'm like, woo! Okay. Big three zero. Yeah. But it's so much fun getting to meet incredible people competing around around the country now. I've done a couple of regular Kansas City Barbecue Society sanctioned barbecue competitions, and that is a, a whole nother league. I mean, you're going up against people who are pulling in in $120,000 RVs and $40,000 smokers. Um, and so going in there with my rickety, you know, my, my, my little little smoker I stuffed in the trunk of my car, and uh, I do the chicken and the and the brisket turn-ins for for those events, and it's it's humbling, but it's also great because I've met a lot of great people, uh, met, met Jewish people, non-Jewish people, and yeah, one of uh, the founder of the Kansas City Barbecue Society, Carolyn Wells, her her she said her mission is world peace through barbecue. No, oh, I love that. You know what? It's all about family fun. And, and the kosher events even top it off because you right. have that community. Because we've got that inner sense. And this year, so I just did Chicago. We're gonna, I'm doing uh, yeah, southern what, New England. Yeah, what's up? Southern New England. So, oh, yeah. Warren. Right. Right, are you in touch with him? Oh, yeah, he's coming to the plant to visit us next week, I believe. Oh, that's so cool. You could sell tickets and give tools now. We can do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> You're okay. more than welcome. Mordechai, yeah. I may pop in. Okay. Uh, You're I, more than welcome. I, was I the first one? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I was the first one. Okay, I had the golden ticket. <laughs> okay. So we've got August 16th is Kansas City. Yeah. August 30th is Southern New England. Yeah, that's so much fun. And then I'm skipping then. we got to kind of have the yum and tovum and stuff. But then you've got, I've got what? Um, October 25th, I'm going to Dallas and doing there first, which is also the same day, regret- sadly, regrettably or sadly, as Atlanta is they're doing their second or third one. Why did they have one um, last year? They skipped a year I, because they changed hosts. They changed the hosts. What does that mean? Um, the, the organization that was hosting, the physically hosting the event in their parking lot changed. Okay. So um, Brian Melman, he's kind of the, the force behind it. The be- I also love the fact that we all chat with each other, try to pick each other's brains. We try to one-up each other. It's great. Yeah, we need a new New York one back again. Hopefully they'll get I that going. So. They, they tried to pull off one in Staten Island kind of short notice. Uh, a couple of teams got together, but when they realized that the, their gargantuan undertaking to put the, put on these events, yeah, it's they said they'll do it next year. Hopefully Long Island will do theirs, but if not, okay. they're going to pick up the slack. Okay, great, great. Then, I know there's so, a great team from Staten Island. I can, yeah, I'm, Breaking I met, Barbecue. I, I, was, I, was at, I met them at the Connecticut. R-E-N-C. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. Good guys. Okay, shout out to you guys. Tell them we gave them a shout out. <laughs> okay. And then after that, I think that think that that's that where the wraps season, up the after season. Dallas, is and Dallas's first. It's going to be their first, and they're putting a lot into it, and it looks like it's going to be. Uh, when is that? October twenty fifth. Oh, I'm going to be in Phoenix. I wish that's there was close. one in there. Yeah, 
My husband has a conference. I get to take. I long. would say about once a month, I get a call from another community in the country saying, like, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this, doing doing a kosher barbecue competition. Can you help us?" It's and fantastic. I kind of actually created kind of a little packet I send out to them. I'm like, "Here, you know, is a sample budget sample kind of of what we do." And then I usually don't hear back from them ever again. Right, because it's a big undertaking. But, you <laughs> no, know, but listeners, it, if you growing. are a part of a community and you want to do something, you want I mean, it takes a year in advance, I'm sure, but reach out to Mendel. He will help you. And, of course, Abels and Hyman um, will be, you know, uh, the um, – Sponsor. No, yeah. no, not sponsor, but like have the hot, hot dogs, dogs available and, and, and be part of it and, and – and, um, you know, I'll come down and you'll come down. Morty's going to compete. No, I'll, I'll try to compete. Um, yeah, try to compete but, and organize. And I, and I told but some no, of the wait. other cities, though, that who are not as crazy about the slow-smoking barbecue that we have in Texas, Kansas City, other cities, that you can do the quick version. You right, can do I a steak cook-off. It's a daunting you task. A wings. A da- you, can, you can really wings, You can do back. wings, hot dogs, and steaks. Exactly. It doesn't it's a have to off, be. So it's not so, – in Kansas City, if you say, hey, we're having a barbecue, that means that there's slow-smoked meats. Like, if you right. say that and serve hot dogs and hamburgers, you are in trouble. I learned that, that the hard way. Th- that means you're grilling. You're grilling. You're having a cookout see, and you're grilling. There's a difference, you barbecue. see. Barbecue. Very big difference. Yes. I have learned that in the last two years of doing this show. You don't throw a hot dog on a barbecue. You throw a hot dog on a grill. Correct. Precisely. Right, isn't there a thing about throwing – people always say to me because I'm Australian from that poor Hogan commercial, show a th- throw a shrimp on the barbie. Oh, the shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, but you don't really do that. You sh- throw a shrimp on the grill. I guess in Australia they've got – I mean, every, you guys call all sorts of stuff different I, things I, I don't that we're not know. used to. I think we call shrimp prawns, but I'm kosher, so I've never even had one. <laughs> in South Africa they have the braai. The braai. They roll their R's as they say, the braai. Some boris on the braai. And what do they say in Israel? Alaesh, right? Man- mangal. I, mean, I don't even know. If you're great. from Israel, what do you call barbecue there? Can you email me, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com? I will share that with everyone uh, next week. Um, yeah, so, wow, this has been an unbelievable show. We're coming into the home stretch now. Uh, this is Table f- I don't even know if I did a, a shout out to the radio station. We've been talking so intensely. We're going to even do it now. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. Also heard on a Rutsheva English radio. Okay, we got that in because, you know, this is the great uh, Nachum Siegel Network and we have a great time. And thank you, Seth, for being always a sponsor on our show. We have such a great time eating hot dogs today. Thank you for having me. Okay, our, our pleasure, our pleasure. So so um, did you bring any other flavors, by the way? I did not. Okay, no. that's great because afterwards, after the show's over, maybe we'll sit and finish up. We'll throw another pack on. We'll have lunch in the studio. ZK is very happy about that. You see that big grin? <laughs> I love it. Okay, guys, so we've got big summer plans lined up. You're going out to Kansas? Yes, I'm here to T- Taking the girls with you? I don't think so. They're still going to be in camp. Oh, gosh. So just me. Because you won't be the meets for girls. Well, you- it'll still be the team. Did you tell- talk about that? I-, I don't know. I don't even know if we got so much in there. Can- we-, we did. This is, this is how f- it's literally, you know, we talk about the barbecue family being a family, but um, Mordecai takes it even to a, a closer level. He actually makes his family part of the barbecuing. Absolutely. His I got team. my, my girls his- a little bit involved in it. And the, the How team, old are they? How old are the girls? 11 and 13. You're so zeez. High school next year, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. No, they're going into 8th grade. 8th grade. Okay, you'll grade. start that high school search Easy soon. Does it. Oh, yeah. already started. What a mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I have, I have four girls. Two, now <laughs> four two are out of high school. Woohoo! Yeah, so my team name is Uncle Morty. I put 
John, because he's my partner, uh, John Barcy, good guy. So it's Uncle Morty, John, and the Mitzvah Girls. Mitzvah, like M-E-A-T? Yes, mitzvah, mitzvah, exactly. And uh, they're very helpful on turn-in day. They turn in all of our meats, and they help us out and stuff. So they're really excited to be part of the team. So they get dressed up a little? We have. We just got brand-new shirts, by the way. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, absolutely. It says uh, Mitzvah Girl on it. And in the back, uh, we have uh, In Memory of Marvin Rambo. You know Marvin <gasps> no Rambo? No way. Yes, and all my shirts in the back of it, sure. Oh, we smoke for Marvin. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm, like, going to cry. That's yeah. really beautiful. Yes, Marvin yes, yes. was on our show. You were the one about... You were the one that told me about Mar- Marvin was on the show talking about um, the Long Island barbecue competition, right. which I was right. going to be a judge in. And l- literally a week later, yeah. you had called me to tell me that he had passed away suddenly. Correct. Yeah, he was very, uh, wow. he, he was real, uh, really, really nice. I told him I wanted to sign up for the competition. I said, I want to have my girls uh, be part of my team. And he's like, absolutely not. You can't have, they have to be over 18. And I said, well, you know, I'm not going to compete. I have my girls on that Sunday. And if they can't come, uh, I'm not coming. And uh, he immediately said, you know, my apologies, I didn't realize what you meant. But absolutely, please, bring your kids. They're part of the team. Make them part of the team and involve them. And uh, so that's what we did. So they helped make signs the first year. And, and I mean, They were the, young the men. And, they were really yeah, little. Yeah, really, really were. Um, so my booth has changed a little bit, the design. But uh, we still include them in the mitzvah girls. And uh, absolutely. So it's a, make, a, make a bracha and get a mitzvah. That's uh, very cute. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of washing and benching you know, can come, go on. Come to our Sudas Mitzvah. Ah, ha, ha. Very cute. Come, yeah. to the, come to the barbecue competition in, uh, in Connecticut and you will see me there. Okay, yeah. Wh- when is that? Can we give that a so, shout out? We must, we've got to get Warren into the studio. It's the 30th, isn't it? Yeah. And we call it the Southern New England, the Southern New England barbecue competition. Uh, out in Fairfield. I have Fairfield. a friend out. Oh, Liz, Warren. Liz, um, Reuven, um, her husband competed, um, Couple of years ago, in that last year, it was last year. Oh my God! It feels yes, like. it was last year. Yeah. Um, um, he um, competed. I'm drawing a blank. I, what I, is do, I do not know. I don't. Oh my! Know. He's from. But I'm looking forward to. We get from, to go head to head. He's from Westport. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'd be nice to meet him. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so hopefully Mendel will be there, and we'll actually be able to compete against each other. It'll be interesting to see because we share many of the secrets and I we like, talk barbecue all the time. I so. like to see that. I like uh, to see that. It'll be interesting. It's going to be fun. Oh, oh, this is cool. You know, I'm going to cooking school at CKA, yes, CKCA starting next week or this. Yes. I don't even know what day it is right now. Besides being Wednesday. Um, so um, I'm going to be – I hope I get to learn a lot of the butcherings and the, cu- the cuts of meat. That's what I really want to learn, like how to break down a cow. I know it sounds maybe a little bit gory. But, um, I want Actually, to, you don't want to eat a cow. You want steer meat. Uh, okay. That's what That's I right. want. Steer Definitely. meat? Definitely. Okay. Okay. What do you mean by that? I don't even know what you mean. Well, one is male, one is female. Cow meat is usually very lean and tough. And we Great for that. hot dogs, but not for you know consumption as like a steak or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Steers are... I never even thought about that former before. bulls. And uh, they're nice and heavy and well-marbleized and fatty because all they like to do is eat. So a cow is a female... Correct. And we put that in a hot dog. I know it sounds so funny, right? <laughs> and then the male is what we make our delicious steaks from. Well, steers. Bulls steers. Bulls also make great hot dogs because they're very lean, very muscular, so they're very high in protein. So, oh, gosh. Yes. All, the, all so that we've been learning something. today. We've learned all about barbecuing, all Thank about you. cuts of meats, all about spices, all about sauces, all about really great coleslaw from Chapanash in uh, the five towns. Um, well, this has been a very exciting show. Thank you guys for joining me today for a whole hour. Thank you, Thank Jamie you. Geller. From Israel, joining us on the phone, uh, Mordechai Strix, 
pitmaster extraordinaire, uh, Mendel Siegel, uh, pitmaster, Rabbi Q, Vard of Kashras. Oh, you have like many, many titles. And a couple jobs. And a couple jobs. And uh, he's the uh, founder of the Kansas City Barbecue Rub Mendel's. Look out for this in your supermarkets. And if it's yeah. not there, request. please request it from your store managers. Make sure they get this in. Abel's and Hyman is everywhere. And if it's not, make sure that your supermarket gets it in. Um, you can order online if you don't live in an area that could do that. Correct. Lots of different ways. And try their beer-flavoured hot dogs. Unbelievable with mineral sauces. And, and um, we've got that. Uh, that sweet and tangy mustard from Abel's and Hyman. My mouth is still watering, even though I'm talking about it, and I've got a plane in front of me. Uh, stay tuned. We've got list, music list, uh, music going right, right up until Lich Benching, um, sponsored by our friends at Kerem. want to wish everybody, even though it's Wednesday, you're listening to on Friday, a Shabbat Shalom. Uh, the table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Happy barbecuing.